What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And KT. And we're back with another episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our last episode entitled, Does Religion Make Mental Illness Worse? It got a lot of response. Got a lot of folks talking. We love it when you hashtag Talk It Out. Um... And guess what, guys? We got a part two coming with some special guests next week. You don't want to miss it. We're going to dig deeper into that because our last one was kind of a, a surface-level deal. But if you ain't checked it out, make sure you check it out before we release the new one. Um, this episode was brought to you by CBD Pure. KT going to tell you a little bit about that. Yep, so uh, I don't know if you guys know what CBD oil is, but basically CBD oil is marijuana without the high um it makes you feel great i have bipolar disorder anxiety anger problems you name it i got it uh with cbd oil it literally allows me to function in everyday life uh cbd oil basically i i take the 1000 milligram at least once a day and it helps me so much. I literally live by CBD oil. I, if if anybody ever asks me about any drug for pain, anxiety, depression, anything, I always mention CBD only because it is the best one out there, the best drug out there, literally the best drug out there. You you cannot do without it. You cannot do without CBD oil. All right. So uh, we got a link in the description box. Uh, visit it, read up, it got a lot of information up on it, all organic, uh, no funny stuff up in it. If you like it, purchase it and let us know what you think. All right, um, make sure you hit us up on social media, facebook.com slash talk it out podcast, instagram.com slash talk it out podcast, twitter.com slash talk it out underscore pod. Make sure you use the hashtag talk it out pod for a retweet and, uh, we'll love you. Also, make sure you check out our endeavors. KT has her art page at KT underscore does art. She's done all of our art stuff. She's done plenty of people's stuff. Check her out. I recently released my new music IG page at Gabbeats, G-A-B-B-E-A-T-S, music. Check it out. Uh, there's some cool stuff on there. And KT and I even did a collab. All right. That's enough of that um, business stuff. We're going to get right into the conversation. The question is, do we have a moral obligation to intervene? Do we have a moral obligation to report when we see something wrong? So how, how, this topic came about because we were watching uh, the, the documentary that has came out this past week uh, that, was, that came on Lifetime, and we were listening to all of these people around the rapes that were happening in front of them, and they had absolutely nothing to say about it. They literally didn't report it. They literally continued to fuel the fire of, the, of them. And supported, uh, whose name shall not be named, uh, in order to allow him to continue his career as far as his mu- the music goes. And so we felt like, because of that, it is super important that we have this conversation because there are people out here who 
don't speak on those type of things, who don't speak out whenever it comes to rapes or even just like whenever someone's having a really loud conversation and you know it's about to get violent or you know it, something bad's about to happen. And so, yeah. So, Gabby, I guess the, the question for you is, let's say, for instance, that uh, you witnessed something very terrible going on next door to you. You saw a child running out into the into the road. Would you feel like that you have a moral obligation in order to report that? Or are you going to think, ah, oh, where's their parents? Their parents about to come out? Or what would well, you think? Well, if this kid is running out in the road, then obviously I'm going to go out and retrieve the kids from out of the road and tell them to get out the road. I guess I feel I have a moral obligation to that. That's that's kind of easy. That's an easy one. I'll ask you this, KT, since you said we got moral obligations. Let's say you are at a park, like, uh, you know, what would you do? Those episodes, they had one where it was like a domestic violence one. So a man and a woman are fighting, mm-hmm. and then a, a man starts to get aggressive with the woman and, like, shake her and, like, try to, you know, put his hands on her. Would you feel the that you had a moral obligation to intervene or call the police or anything? Well, I think this is a hard question. I, I think, yes, I would have a moral obligation, but I remember a time where you and I were sitting in a car in a mall parking lot, okay? We were sitting in a car in a mall parking lot. I don't know what we were doing, but right next to us was a couple that was arguing and fighting and they were literally screaming at each other, and the woman was uh, hitting the guy with, like, a shoe or something like that. And what did we do? We literally just sat there. We didn't do anything at all because we felt like, oh, that's not my business, or, ooh, should I call the police, or what should I do? I, I think that, yes, we have a moral obligation, but I think also we have been conditioned as a society to turn a blind eye to things like that because it's quote unquote not our business. And I can see why that is a thing, like in those instances where it's like violent because anybody's gonna get shot. Like there's been stories because the world is a big place and the internet is a big place where people have intervened and they have gotten hurt or they lost their lives. Now I can understand that. Um so if that's the case, you know, I'm still about calling the police still. Like, I know I'm still problematic in that. But if I see somebody fighting, I'm going to call the police. Then I'm going to let you know I call the police so you skedaddle. But I'm going to call them because I don't want, because I know how things can escalate and somebody can pull out a gun or a knife. I don't want to be in there and I don't want nobody to be else to be in there. So that's that's what I do. Um, so in instances like that, let's talk about why do you think that people, not even in R. Kelly, because there's plenty of pedophiles or plenty of people abusing folks, like even in our everyday lives, like there's people right now who's, who have, who are friends with people who abuse their partner, but don't say nothing and just like, well, that ain't none of my business. What do you think is the psychology behind that? I don't know. I can't think of it. The only thing, like I said, uh, that I can think of is because, well, they probably don't see anything wrong with it, honestly. 
What about with cheating? I know that's that's probably more. I mean, no, I'm not saying report. I'm saying is do we have a moral obligation to intervene if something's going on? You know, a lot of times people say it's not my business. It's not my place. If somebody knows that their best friend is cheating on their spouse. A lot of times folks ain't going to major nine times out of ten. Those people are not going to tell their spouse that they're cheating on them and possibly opening, making them susceptible to all type of STIs and all types of drama and stuff like that. Do we have, a, do you have a more, more obligation to that? Let's say your best friend is being unsafe and cheating on her boyfriend. Do you have a moral obligation to tell that boyfriend? Hell yeah. I think it is our moral obligation to tell the How's, boyfriend. Why? Now, am I going to tell the boyfriend? I don't know, but I, because I do, I feel, I feel like, I feel like we do have a moral obligation to tell those things. But like I keep saying, like, I, I don't feel like a lot of people are, they will be convicted and they will think on it and they will think on it. Should I tell them? Should I tell them? Should I tell them? There's tons and tons of questions like that that I've seen just like scrolling through Twitter. Should I tell so-and-so that so-and-so is cheating on them? Like, yes, obviously you should. But does that mean you're going to? Because do you, like, there's so many other things that play into it. Just even like personality-wise, some people are too afraid. Some people just don't care. Some people, like, there's just, there's so many issues that could play into that other than just... You have a moral obligation. And so you said you don't know if you would. Oh, no, I, I definitely would. And here's how I know I would. Um, that It doesn't mean that it's going to make any difference, but I know what I, I actually um, dated this guy one time and I didn't know it. But he actually had a girlfriend and he didn't say anything to me about it. And this was like before whenever I was monogamous or whatever. So I was just like, whoa, like, what is wrong with you? Why are you cheating? so i contacted the girl on facebook i messaged her and basically she told me that i was a liar and all this other crazy stuff whenever i i i had proof like i had been in that man's bed so it's not like like yes you can go out of your way to tell those things but are those people even going to believe you maybe maybe Mm. not so do you think that you have a more obligation to report those type of cheating and would you do it Hmm. So if my friend was cheating on her their partner, do I feel I have a mm-hmm. moral obligation? I think in the grand like you said, in the grand scheme of things, you do. But then you're like, well, it's not my business, but that person might still have the potential to be hurt. And you can save them a little bit of pain and sorrow. But then you like cannot do I conflict like am I going to risk my friendship with the person or whatever? So I don't know. I I don't think I would, to be honest. I don't think I would. Honestly. <laughs> At least you're honest with yourself because I was about to call you out if you no, said I, you I would. I honestly don't think I would because I don't want to be in all that drama. But now I'm trying to think like, 
Now there now I can't equate that to like seeing like some real stuff go down. Like some some bad things go down. Oh yeah, I'ma tell I'ma say it and I'm gonna report it and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Cause like I said, that has happened at the place that I worked. I worked at a school and I heard a teacher that I was working with say some very mean and demeaning things to the to a student. I saw her hit some children. I saw her uh, cheating and lying. I saw her do all this stuff. And I felt it's my moral obligation, not even as a teacher or whatever, or just as a human being, as a fellow black person with all these mm-hmm. little black babies up in here, to make sure that this lady uh, ain't here no more. And to make sure that she that she gets punished for what she's doing. Now, this is interesting. Now, let me bring this in because this is what I'm going this is this is reminding me of the R. Kelly thing. I told, I reported it, and nothing happened. Okay? Nothing. So here's nothing let happened. me let me let Not me bring this up. R. Kelly's tape gets released anonymously. Who did it? Could it have been somebody in the music industry? Okay. Maybe they thought this is my time, this is my place. To to finally uh get this out and get some justice. We saw what happened. Mm-hmm. And so then if somebody still knows it, now what's going through their head now? Like, R. Kelly is all powerful at this point. Like, I can see why somebody would feel like powerless and like their voice and stuff don't 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 matter or it don't matter what they say because like there's video proof of it and people are still rocking him and he was he was still selling out tours and stuff like that and it's not like this this uh documentary it's not like they have provided brand new information that we didn't know you know what i'm saying like they they're literally providing the same information that's been on google since this first started happening which is just crazy to me why do you think that now all of a sudden they're making a whole uh documentary about it what's your thoughts honestly on that? i think it all goes to capitalism because that's the 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 root of all evil in my my book so mm-hmm. when the tapes came out of course folks thought it was gonna be you know it was kind of rocky and shaky then when they figured out R. Kelly was still able to make money. They could still get money in their pockets. Then it's just like, oh, uh, we'll just be quiet about it. And, um, you know, nobody said nothing about it. The, the, you rarely heard anybody mm. saying anything about it until recently when some new reports came out about, uh, I think they did a Rolling Stone interview and then some new reports about women and stuff being uh sex slaves and stuff like that recently like a like a year or two ago i think mm-hmm. that's simply because now they ain't making no more money off of him like art kelly not even because of the allegations but just in general as an artist he isn't going number one and selling out and he ain't a big household name no more so it's not in their interest to try to to code everything in and do damage control and put all that money into that. And then you also have to think 
that our generation is now adults. People are saying, why are you just talking about it now? Majority of the people talking about it, if we're being honest, like the ones that are really out here, like saying, let's do something better, let's do something better, are millennials. Millennials are ages 35 yeah, to 22. I saw a post that said the youngest millennial, the oldest millennial was 10 years old when that, uh, that tape came out. Or no, 10 years old wow. when uh, he married Aaliyah and in high school when the tape came out. And so they were like, we're not the ones that bootlegged the tape, that circulated it, that made the jokes, that uh, kept buying the music. Like, that's not even us. But now we've got like a whole new ideology thing. Like, we all about social justice and equality and women's rights and femininity and and teaching rape culture and consent. So we these whole new woke individuals growing up. And now we're looking at this stuff like, oh, my God, what in the world was our parents' generation thinking? And so it's kind of like now it's like we're forcing that conversation to go that way. Because if not, it would have been the same thing over and over. If our, I feel like if our generation wasn't the way we are, it, it, it would have just been, it just would have forever been down in the dirt. Like, people are saying, like, what about Marvin Gaye? What about Elvis Presley? What about all these people? Absolutely. Why didn't that generation speak out about it? You know what I'm saying? It took our generation to say, yo, this is stupid. This is crazy. Let's get this man up in jail. I pretty much think the same thing that you just said. I I completely agree with you. I feel like... Uh, a lot of the reason why these things are now coming out is because we're more socially aware, number one. Um, and then also, like you said, because of capitalism, if he wasn't, I, I feel like if he was making money now, they probably would just write it off and just continue on with what they were doing before. So, yeah, that's just I mean, honestly, that's just how our society is. That's a product of society. That's a product of how uh, capitalism has been ingrained into us. This person is making these large corporations tons of money. And so anything they do, um, you know, anything they do, they got to like support and try and defend him so that they can continue to grab that money from him. I posted on Instagram today, there was a picture because some people were posting, some Christian artists were posting a video 10 years ago mm. of R. Kelly being prayed for at a church or something like that. Everybody oh lifting hands and worshiping. Um, and so the guy put, this all I got to say on it. And then you click on it. Right, because only God can judge me. We've all done wrong. We've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Why do you think they even posted that? What was the point what do you of that? Why what do, do you, you think mean? they even posted that video of R. Kelly being prayed for talking about forgiveness? Do you think it was a motive behind it? Do you think they just wanted to post something? Like, what? When you hear that, and when you see that video, what what do you think? Just tell me your thoughts. Thoughts. Hashtag thoughts. Oh. 
<laughs> what are my thoughts? Okay. Um, can I put it in a box? No. Uh, let me see. <sighs> Obviously, there's tons of thoughts that I have about this. Uh, just a few. Just, just like the first one that comes to mind is that, uh, just like we talked on the last episode, I feel like there's a lot of times that religion tends to continue the oppression uh, of rape victims, uh, of not just rape victims, but also people with mental illnesses. Uh, I'm sure white churches probably continue to oppress black people. I'm pretty sure, like, literally religion, specifically the religion that has ran rampant throughout the United States, Christianity, or at least what I'm more familiar with, Christianity, um, has definitely contributed to oppression in tons of ways. So am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised in regards to that at all, because that's not the first time that I've seen um, Bible Belt people or Christian people say, just forgive the people who have sinned. That It's just in their mind, I guess they think that one sin is equal to the other, which doesn't make any sense. It To me, that, that makes me think, well, if you murder somebody and run a stop sign, are those the same exact things? Morally, no. So you cannot compare a rape to someone who lies or a rape to someone who has went outside their marriage but or something like that. Like that just, they don't that doesn't make that. sense. They only say that they don't what, listen. What do they they say? only mean, say that, like on the outside looking in, like when they trying to bring folks in, they like <laughs> all sins are the same, but in people's everyday life, they don't think that. Like you get people that think they really holy. They say they free of sin. You know, I don't drink. I mm. don't curse. I don't party. I don't fornicate. I read my Bible. I'm this and I'm that, but they gossip. But they are complainers. Oh, you know people like that, don't we? We know but people they like that. Whew. Don't treat their body as a temple. But they drinking, or they they whatever, like whatever, like in the Bible, like not judging folks, but I'm just saying from the Bible standards. They're not, they're, they're still some stuff, but they wouldn't say, they would say, oh, I'm, I'm living the, I'm, I'm living a holy life set apart, but they proud, but because they're not doing those big things, they good. So they will say when they trying to get people to come in, somebody will say, oh, I've just done so much wrong. Don't worry, child. Cause it's, we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But in the next second, they'll be talking about the world and how they the devil. You know, here's the thing with that. And I put it on uh, Instagram. So mm-hmm. there are rumors that R. Kelly is bisexual or something like that. And so there are some rumors, allegedly, that there are some male victims. I wonder if those people come out. The, the the boys will it be the same response i wonder if just flip it he hadn't he no. hadn't committed no crimes and he just so happened to be gay 
Mm-hmm. Would it? Would everybody just be like, oh, you know, we all falling short? They would still do that trash. You know, it's still trash. But would they still be like having that fake compassion stuff? We've all fallen short and stuff like that. Or would it be, see, this how the devil infiltrating the music business and the, this is just uh, the work of the enemy and Lucifer and it, like they did be slayed like um he was now he was known as tonight he was a gospel singer very very famous very popular great amazing singer amazing dancer on everybody's stuff he came out and said he was attracted to men they stopped playing his music on the radio uh he stopped getting booked for tours they stopped like he he lost his record deal all that stuff but guess who was they were still playing on the gospel stations r kelly ain't that crazy ain't that crazy after the here's what i think it has to do with here's what i think it has to do with and maybe i'm wrong this is just me making assumption the way rape culture is set up to Look at or lust for young women is nothing bad. It's not, it's not seen mm. as a bad thing. Mm. So, rape culture tells us that if they look young, that's sexy. If they do this, you know, if they're, uh, if they're 18 and they're tight, they this, they that, it's, it's disgusting. Literally, rape culture tells us disgusting mm-hmm. things about young women. But for gay people, for LGBTQAIP+, it's consistently telling us we're wrong, we're wrong, we're wrong, we're wrong, we're wrong. We're horrible people. We're going to hell. We're doing this. We're doing that wrong. So I think, I think that's a product of rape culture, the reason why that happened. And let's be real. Like, let's not sugarcoat it. For people who have read the Bible, especially the Old Testament, there is a lot of rape culture up in that that gen. Like, let's just mm. be real. Like, there were times in the Bible, God told them after a war to take the women and take the, the treasures and kill the men off. Okay, what they finna do with those women? And then there's, I mean, there's just, you could just go through the list. They already said, like, Mary in the Bible, she was like a teenager, and Joseph was like in his thirties. Like, there, there's lots of stuff in there, so I can see why. That's not something they just finna just say, well, oh well, you know, because there's not anything in the Bible that necessarily goes against that. It's very, very interesting. I just. I, that that just really burns me up. That selective, unconditional compassion. Oh, just pray for him. Just pray for Throw that man in jail. Throw him in jail. Throw him in Throw jail. Him in Throw jail. him in jail. You know, that kind of reminds me of the Eddie jail. Long thing because you kind of did have two of the same coin. Eddie Long was a pastor, a really big, well-known mm-hmm. pastor who, um, was accused of molesting and uh, pretty much raping, because they were underage, these young boys, teenage boys. He's, he's died now. Mm. He died, like, last year. But 
a lot of his church members left. He was dropped off TBN. He lost a lot of money because they were boys. I swear, I bet you, if those were teenage girls, he may have stepped down for a second, but it wouldn't have been that much of a a, a uh, exodus. I promise you. Of course not. Of and that's the thing. Not. It's not about rape culture. They have no problem with rape culture. It's about the gay. And so that to me, that, like I said, we'll talk about this more in the other episode, but that is among 20 billion other things. If the church don't get that together, I promise you in the next 20 years after this baby boomer generation has died out, the church is going to be no, the church is not even going to have any type of influence anymore. Especially with this, that's what, that's what I'm saying. This millennial generation is is shifting the whole country. This is probably, we're probably more effective than even like this, the 60s. I don't want to put all that in there, but I'm just saying. We getting folks to talk about stuff that they ain't never talked about before. And if the church is yep, not. I agree going to do anything if they're going to keep being stagnant and traditional and in the ways of the old you think millennials are going to stay there that's a whole other conversation we can have about how churches are literally just living in the past asmr church but that's the point they don't want because they they think any type of progress is going on with the world, changing with the times. The Bible never changed. The Bible stayed the same. The gospel never changed. We ain't got to change for these folks for the world. We ain't got to change. And you're going to be right there. And after your last 80-year-old member is gone, you're going to have an empty church. So that's up to you to figure out. All right, right, so the last thing I want to talk about is something um, that I've kind of been alluding to. like if we just going back into identity politics, it's become a buzzword for the conservatives. But I think it's like what they talking about ain't hitting on nothing. But for us, it's something we do kind of have to to look at sometimes. So there was a video on Facebook um, of a group of black police officers are stopping somebody. I forget for what. Um, and these white cop watchers are pretty much, you know, um, they, their job is to go around, and if a police or somewhere stopping somebody, they film it to make sure nothing's wrong, okay? And so the white guy was over there asking them why they were stopping stopping the person and, um, you know, kept asking, and the, the police officer guy was like, eh, you know, kind of just, like, brushing them off and saying, like, get out of my face or whatever and, uh, you know, getting annoyed until eventually... I can't remember what exactly happened. You don't see it. I don't know if it was a punch or nothing. I don't think the dude punched him. I didn't hear nothing. All I saw was the guy, the white guy was kind of getting in the police officer's space a little bit. And then he was like, hey, you work for me. You a government official, yada, yada, yada. It's your job to to serve the people, not to be, you know, going around just boasting and stuff like that, being uh, bullies. The white guy steps forward, not in the guy's direction, but towards the street. The black guy felt that was a, 
uh, a threat to him, the police officer, and proceeds to tackle him and punch him down to the ground. I think somebody got a taser out there, but it was it was it was extreme force. If I can find the video, I'll put it on our Instagram. It was extreme force to me. And so a lot of people on there were were applauding and being like, yeah, ha, 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 ha. Now they see what it's like or something like that or reverse racism. or not. Just saying like, ha, now he sees what it's like to be a black person. Now he thought he was all big and bad. I had the one I had a one hundred percent opposite reaction to that. To me, I was disgusted by that. Because first of all, if what the guy saying was saying was true, they were stopping that person for nothing and, you know, just trying to write a ticket, make some money. Okay, that was wrong. And then that, to me, was a clear example of police brutality. Now, I know a black person wouldn't be able to even say hey to the police without getting knocked down to the ground. So, yes, compared to black people, he had it easy. But either way, in any situation, whether you black or you're white, if you're not going and swinging at that person at a public official, if you're not going and swinging at them or making threats or nothing at them and you just there trying to film or whatever like that, and that's the response you get, that is totally unacceptable. I don't know why people thought that was something to laugh about. I guess because of the racist, but here's the thing you got to realize about that. Just because it's black cops don't mean they finna be for you. Just like that happened to, to him, I can assure you that probably is going to happen to you too. There's videos all over the internet of black cops attacking black people there was a video that was so disturbing at a high school these folks these three police officers were beating down this teenager like a grown man and he wasn't even swinging at them they were using all their force to beat this boy up and to me it's like sometimes we get caught up and identity and stuff like that that we don't look at the power structure at play regardless of the color of the person that is in that suit if they are going above and beyond exerting their authority and and being reckless with it that's not something to applaud Especially with police, because like I said, if it happened to him, it most definitely is going to happen to your black butt. Oh. I want to ask you something. Uh, so Hillary Clinton wants to run for president again. What do you think? Wrong. So Joe, Joe Biden wants to run for president <laughs> again. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about y'all got Beto O'Rourke. Everybody was Beto, right, Beto, say, Beto, I mean, Beto, Beto. Ooh, he's so sexy. Ooh, he at the barbershop getting this haircut. Ooh, he this. Ooh, he that. Come to find that that dude ain't no progressive. Oh, my gosh. Just compared to Ted Cruz. Duh, Ted, anybody. Uh, my, finger, my toenail compared to Ted Cruz is progressive. Like, what in the world? That dude was over there getting all money and stuff. That dude is not even a part of, like, the progressive, like, whatever they do over there. Like, and now they like, everybody's bait, Beto, 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 Beto. Get out of my face with that mess. 
You'll have to. You guys have got to watch that video on YouTube. Uh, it's a video on YouTube of Ted Cruz, and he does. What is it? No, what no, is no, 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 no. Sam- you have to go to Samantha B. I don't know which video it is, but they're talking about Ted Cruz and his campaign. And he got like this really ultra masculine yeah. cowboy guy to sing his theme song. And they're like, Texas is a man, strong masculine man. And then Ted Cruz is this little lizard voice. <laughs> I'm Ted Cruz. I'm Ted Cruz. He's so gross. <laughs> And here's the thing, they don't even win, and they talking about, they talking about, uh, better work. That tells you just, uh, white man. Let me tell you about the liberals for a second. They so ready to just prop up anybody and this white basic man. And then just liberals in general, like, better or work was a great candidate compared to Ted Cruz. Don't get me wrong. But I think mm-hmm. we do the wrong thing when we get excited about somebody and just boost them up to be bigger than what they are because then you're just going to be let down. The only person I say who I see, like, with my own eyes, I'm sure there's a lot of other people, but I ain't got time to just be down, down, deep up into it, is Alexandra Cortez, AOC, Ortez, whatever her name is, AOC. She is out here. She doing the work. She ain't she ain't progressive in name. She ain't just trying to get those progressive millennial points. She's actually doing stuff, and she already started, even though she just got up in that jump. But Beto, Joe Biden, like if the, if if Hillary but try, I'm not gonna be a Democrat no more. I'm not even a Democrat, but I'm definitely if she even think. I just don't understand it. I don't understand her purpose of it. It doesn't make sense to me logically, but also it does because like she's for corporations and things like that. So like this, this is probably like huge corporations Mm -hmm. that are pushing for her because she's promised her them things. And like, Oh, it just makes me so angry. No one likes you. No one cares about Literally, you. Literally, except for, like, be... some older, like, white women and some black women that's just in the Matrix. I don't know how they get in the Matrix, but they need to get out the Matrix. That... <laughs> Joe Biden, ugly butt, that was over there testifying against Anita Hill. And the only reason he got cool points is because he was Barack Obama's... Uh, vice president look down his record that dude ain't no better like democrats get it to freaking gather you are not gonna win you're not gonna win if this is who we get elizabeth warren maybe but she did that little racist stuff with the native american i don't know now but if she if she shows herself improves herself maybe she'll have it um what's my dude barney sanders i'm still probably gonna vote for that man Ugh. Give me somebody. I'm not voting for Kamala Harris. She's a cop. She's a feds. Um, what's the other guy? Cory Booker. He got all that corporate money too. No thanks. So y'all get how many? Y'all get two more years to get it together. If not, Trump gonna win again, and that's gonna be and we're gonna be the laughing. Not me, but y'all. But it's gonna be the laughing stocks of the history book because it, uh. A fly could beat Donald Trump in this election. Like, get it together. What was um 
what was it? We were watching something. They were talking about how horrible, like, the marketing uh, strategy was for Hillary oh, yeah. Clinton and, like, literally how anything and anyone could have beat Donald literally. Trump. But because of how crazy he is. But, like, literally All failed was like, at beating Donald Trump. I'm a woman. Vote for me. Woman. Yeah, just progress. Let a woman do it. Why would she even have a guy be her marketing, like, strategic person anyway? Like, why? If she is so down for the women, why wouldn't she have a woman uh, be a part of that and be the head of that? You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. Do better. Do better. Just trash. Just people are just trash. Trash, trash, trash. All right. That's enough of our ratings for today. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to our episode. Don't forget this episode was brought to you by CBD Pure. Click the link in the description uh, to get you some CBD oil, help you with that anxiety, that stress, that insomnia. Also, make sure to hit us up on social media, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast, Twitter.com slash Talk It Out underscore pod. Use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod for a retweet. What did you think about this episode? Do you think we have a moral obligation? to report when things are going wrong do you think that capitalism is the reason that r kelly was able to make it do you think that black officers should be praised when they beat down white civilians what do you think about the democratic nominees hit us up don't forget to hit up hit up our art accounts kt's at kt underscore does art mine at gabbeats g-a-b-b-e-a-t-s music um and uh yeah we love you guys remember we got a big episode coming for y'all next week stay tuned we love you make sure you share with your friends this has been your girl gabby and kate this has been talk it out podcast